Hey, what's up guys? Uh, this video, if you're here only for Watts or how to get better with Watts, this video is probably not for you. But in sharing our experiences, I think this one is really important and you should probably tune in anyways because yesterday's ride really made me think of a couple of things. Number one, one that Ashton Lambie talked about in his interview. Number two, uh, an interview dropping on Monday with Stephen Bassett from Rally Pro Cycling. A couple of things he mentioned came out and also... As I reflected back on what I used to be doing when I was training, yesterday was a dumpster fire. And there's ways to still get micro wins. And I really believe that these soft skills that you pick up over time will help you get better as a cyclist. They'll help you get more Ws. And these are really the things that I want the athletes that I talk to in the Zoom interviews to share and like go on tangents because it's like a mentorship that we're getting from these athletes to pick the nitty gritty little things, the little details that make a difference. Sure. If you're a cat five, you've heard me say before or a cat four, a lot of this is like a fitness contest. As you upgrade, everyone gets closer and closer and closer on the fitness scale. And you need to find these little things that help you win. I mean, I say this in the most non, uh, like boisterous way, that's not the word, but non-braggadocious way. Like I've won more races versus people that on paper I should not beat, but I'm really in on the details because I love cycling. And I've really tried to optimize every little aspect, especially on race day. And yesterday's dumpster fire was a way for me to recalibrate the way I thought of what was kind of not turning into the best day. And at one point it was literally the basic dude, you're on a bike and it's 70 degrees out. It is a great day. Like what do you don't, don't be getting upset. And what happened was, so uh, if you're following GZ CLP lifting, you have different tiers of lifts. And on one day, the second lift, so not the main lift, the second lift is deadlifting again. I've gotten up to 265, but it's 30 reps. And I'm a big believer just from my own anecdotal evidence and from talking to other athletes. It's the high reps, even in warm up, or if you're doing a lot of reps that really fatigues people. Um, other athletes are different. I think that we're really just scratching the surface and understanding the personalization of lifting and cycling. But if you heard in the Chris Delasega interview about potentiation, those effects I've been feeling big time. And I think I just, I lifted. And when I was deadlifting, it was harder than a, than a heavier five by three. And like, I was at the store later and I was like, whoa, I'm kind of wiped from that. Um, it was, a, it was shredding me. So what happened was as I started the ride, I just didn't feel amazing. I didn't feel great. And it was going to be a lactate clearance ride where you do a 30 second burst at about 500 Watts and then 12 minutes at 405 riding at 400 for for uh, 12 minutes for me is like my bread and butter. It's what I should be. That's what I'm good at. Uh, and so when I went out, I just moved down to Florida. I'm going to be here for a while. And I, I just sort of forgot the lay of the land. I forgot where I was doing intervals exactly. It's literally a straight shot. You go north and south. But it was my fault that I didn't have. I You kind of have to ride like 25 miles until you have an area where you can really open it up. So... The reason I say it was a dumpster fire was I'm not feeling great. I do my warm up. The first one was good. I mean, I did the 30 second burst and then I get in and I do 12 minutes at 382. But I was like, man, I'm I'm not at 400. 
And if an athlete did this, I'd be like, hey, it's not bad. It's not a bad uh, it's not a bad interval. Like the power control is pretty good. I did have to stop once at a light, which kind of irritated me. But end of the day, like what Ashton Lambie said was time and zone, right? Like if you coast a little bit, so be it. Like it just, it happens. Don't, don't get irritated by it. I take my rest. I go to get going again. And it like, uh, what well, I figured what happened. I either hit another light or I realized it was a bad section where another light was going to be coming up. So I like canned it and I started it again and then I flatted. <laughs> so like, damn it. And, you know, as I'm re-saying this, it doesn't sound like that big of a deal, but everyone knows when you're in the interval and you really want to crush it, like now that I'm working with a coach, Tom Bell, that I'm really consulting together with him on this, like I give him the keys to the training, like I want to show a good file. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Five years ago, I would have been really upset. I would have been like, you know, my intervals are messed up and like, this is so important and I really... Always am now a big proponent of see the forest, don't stare at just the trees. It's not that big of a deal. Even if I just ride endurance, it's not a big deal. Well, I'm changing the flat. And of course, as I pump the CO2 up real quick, like it's a flat's going really well. I gash my finger. It's actually healing really quickly on the rotor. And it's like blood. And I was like, oh my God, so I'm sucking on this thing. Blood's coming out. I'm like, I don't want to ruin this sick jersey. So I like put it on the navy part of my pants. And I think it's good. And so I start, I just, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do endurance. I'm going to warm back up. And I'm like, let me just see how this like feels. And as I stand up, it's just like bleeding coming down my fingers. So I'm like licking blood up. I'm trying to ride. I'm like still getting out of town. I'm like, this is so stupid. I'm just going to scratch this. And I was like, dude, that's a loser mentality. Like th- this is when, this is when you need to shine. And wh- I forget the other video where I had already pointed this quote out from Tim Ferriss's tribe of mentors where a woman was talking about when life, she always wanted to try and have these achievements in life so that then you get to the easy part where like everything's clicking and you're just like, I'm killing it right now. But then when she shifted her mindset to look at the obstacles and the things that we have to overcome as the universe telling her like, hey, this is your time to step up, like step up to the plate. Like, can you hit this curveball? And reading that has really helped me Look at the days when I'm a very planned person, when I have like 5 a.m., 7 a.m., this is what I'm doing today. And like it hits 9 a.m. and everything has gone off kilter. I'm just like, okay, this is whatever you believe in, whether it's the universe, but whatever, like this is your time to step up. So that was today. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to rip this thing. Like screw you, universe. You cannot rain in my parade. And then the next one. Uh, I did the burst and then I actually ended up riding. I, I hit the area where I should have been, uh, you know, I'm like an hour and a half in now and it ended up being a, I think yeah, like an 18 minute rip. I had to stop before and there's a five minutes before that. So it was like 23 minutes, but it was at like 380, 373. Okay. Not my best, but still pretty good. It's going to get there's, there's benefit to this. Right. And, you know, I look at the power control, like I'm in the zone. I'm just not really churning. And then I was like, blah, at the end, you're going to hear Stephen Bassett. And the reason I'm bringing this up. So Stephen talks about when you'll hear stories of like the perfect race and everything came together and it was like the universe put this all together and I won. He's like, that's not really it. 
right? Like a lot of times the win is when you just mitigated the bad parts, like only 25% went wrong. You had 75% go right. And it was really when he said that, not to spoil it, but there, he dropped so many gems. Trust me, that's not the only one. The way he looks at some things and his perspective and mindset on them, you really can control more than what you can control at times. Like it's easy to get frustrated by days like this. Um, so really just always remember that there's a W out there to get. And the last one, I was like, I'm going to crush this last one. And it ended up being nine minutes because I was coming back and I hit a light. And I'm like, Brendan, you're so stupid. You like, you should have just kept going north. But at the same time, I didn't want to ride all day. So, you know, even if your DI2 battery goes out, right? And the th that nine minutes was at 380. So, okay, I was in the ballpark. Even if your DI2 battery goes out, guess what? That day, you're doing, you're doing uh, high cadence work. Like, just find a way to get a W. Even if you ride endurance, you know, there's riding endurance will make you faster. Riding endurance will help you learn how to, you're constantly clearing lactate. That's a benefit. Um, there are people out there that say riding endurance will help you lower your VL, VLA max, which will increase your FTP. There's a lot of benefit to riding the bike. So I was like, you know what? I'm riding the bike. And when it's all said and done, so I still had 37 minutes of tempo, 22 of sweet spot, 24 of FTP, 10 of FRC FTP, about two and a half or three minutes of that is going to be those 30 second surges. But I've got 48 minutes. The goal was four by 12. So that's 48 minutes. I got a great chunk of work. 13% of zone one, not bad when you're actually doing intervals. It's not just an endurance ride. And a lot of that is this and getting out of town. So I came back and I was just like, Chris, my husband asked me, he's like, how was the ride? And I was like, man, it was, it was weird. Like a lot of things just weren't going my way, but I rode three and a half hours and got 220 TSS. I was in the sunshine and tomorrow's a new day and I'm going to get another win the next day. But it's just don't let your mind and don't let your desire to be perfect on everything derail you. And my last comment will be a lot of times when I coach athletes that are in their like first or second year of doing intervals, it's they have a bad day and it's really like it really throws them for a loop. And it's like, just move on. Like, but I don't understand it. And it's like, well, that's just you went to work and you have a family and you have other things going on. Like, to really ask your body to push the envelope and do really hard workouts. Some days you just don't have it. No matter what you do, no matter how much lactigo you use, no matter how perfectly you ate and fueled for the ride, it just ain't happening. And the body's like, nope, not today. Now, if it happens all the time, it's a problem. If it's the last week of a block, I love when people are like, well, I just, what's going on? Something's horrible. And I'm like, and I look at the final, like, what is it? wait, aren't they in the third week? Like they like throws me, their comments throw me for a loop that they're so like worried about this. I'm like, dude, look, you just crushed like eight workouts. I, you know, I do two to three hard workouts during a week. And if it's racing, it's two workouts in a race, let's say. So you get to the third week and you're in like seven or eight rides hard rides like yeah you might be tired in the body some third weeks maybe this is the secret i'm not supposed to tell you i ride endurance tempo because i just go so damn hard the first two weeks um because i really want to that's how i get better push the envelope like it ain't diddle dilly dallying around it's not always going on a group ride there's a room for that 
but that also highlights, and I'm not trying to poop on the group rides, but like if you're doing two hard workouts and maybe a third one with intervals on the weekend, and then you go to a group ride or two, people are trying to do four to five hard workouts and they wonder why they don't get better because that first week you just, you have the energy to do it. You just blast yourself. And then afterwards you're not absorbing any of the training that you do do, or if you do it, it's not that hard. It's not maximal. I promise you that. So anyways, mindset, what Ashton Lambie was talking about, time and zone, when things go awry, I got my time and zone. Steven, you know, hey, half of things went wrong for me in this ride, but I salvaged it. Like, just don't get irritated. Five years ago, I, I probably would have stopped after the second one. It's been like, not today, screw it. And now this was the day to do the intervals because I lifted, I did the intervals. Today was hard enough. Today I followed up with five hours all endurance tempo, tempo finishers at the end. Tomorrow's an endurance ride. Like there was nowhere for me to shift this. There was no point in giving up. It was all about get it done. Figure out how to get it done. Cycling, it's a lifestyle. Figure it out. This is one of the things you got to figure out on the day. Yeah, I want to motivate you. I want to inspire you to find a way to get a W. Might not be the W set out to get, but there is one there. Good luck with your training. Hit us up with questions and we'll talk to you soon. See ya.